Hello and welcome to the Serious Games Podcast. All about playful methods for interactive trainings and facilitation. Let's get started. And welcome back to the Serious Games Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the change game, and I have invited Nancy Beers. And Nancy um, is located in Harlem. We were just uh, talking shortly. It's not Harlem, New York, but Harlem next to Amsterdam. And um, Nancy and I, we've met, um, maybe you have a hint for me, Nancy, but I think two or three years ago at Play 14. Yeah. So welcome to the show, first of all. Um, welcome, Nancy. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Perfect, yeah. perfect. And when I wrote that I would love to interview you and um, you can choose the game, you immediately uh, wrote back, ah, oh, why don't we do the change game? That's one of my favorites. So two mm -hmm. questions to start with. Number one, uh, what should we know about you? And second, how would you pitch the change game to someone who has no clue what it's about? Mm-hmm. First of myself, um, I rediscovered playing actually at Play 14, which is sort of weird since my, my dad used to place playgrounds all over Holland. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very natural thing to me to play. Mm. But somehow I just figured out that playing is such a good way to, to learn. And it, it comes so natural to me to play with other people that... I figured out that I, I can actually make a living out of it. <laughs> so, uh, and combine it very much with my, uh, uh, with my scrum mastering because mm -hmm. my, uh, my company's name is the happy scrum master. And that's, um, yeah, what I am a happy scrum master. And next to that, I do a lot of play vacation, serious play and give talks about things like that. So okay. yeah, wow, that's what I do. Great. Great. Um, and, uh, the change game is, I think I also discovered it at A Play 14 and uh, probably Luxembourg as well. Mm -hmm. It really ticks with me because it combines silliness with uh, some deeper layers. And uh, that's what I love most about serious games that you don't need difficult attributes or anything for it. Just have a group of people mm. uh, play this game, have a lot of fun and afterwards figure out what the deeper layers are underneath. And mm. uh, For me, it's on the one hand, it's a way to let people understand what change does to you. Okay. And uh, second of all, it's a good game to explain how playification works. So more on a meta level, and that's that's what what uh, what really uh, sticks out, or, or uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, is is there when I think about this game? Okay. That's what makes it so powerful. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. And now we have a couple of minutes um, to, yeah, discover the silliness inside the game, but also mm -hmm. the all of the layers, or let's say maybe most of the layers that you um, normally yeah. share with your participants. So let's mm -hmm. um, start with, um, yeah, what do you need to prepare? So um, when you're thinking of the change game, is there anything in particular you need to bring or take or write or prepare? Um. Well, of course, from my uh, from my perspective, it, it's very much in my head already. But if mm -hmm. if you're new to facilitating it, it it comes in handy to to have some written out uh, rules or ideas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what I basically need is a group of people, and with a group, a minimum of two will do. But mm -hmm. a larger group will be more fun. Mm. Um, that can be any layer of the organization. I love to play it with management teams, okay. but um, any okay. any group of people will do. Mm. Um, what you need 
it is a is a is a room uh, free of tables and chairs, so uh, okay. free space mm-hmm. to move around, mm. um, and nothing actually more in particular except for a timer, maybe. But you can mm. use your phone or a time timer or anything. Okay. So bring some notes and uh, and have a group of people there, and then you're basically okay. set to uh, start. To, yeah. to start, okay, great. And if you um, decide to write the rules down, what would you write down? So what are the rules of the game? Um, the rules of the game are that you uh, every round you have to change five things about yourself, but you don't give that away at the beginning of the game. But mm-hmm. that's uh, and afterwards you have to find the changes with your partner in crime. Oh, so okay. You, you you play the game in pairs. Okay, okay. There you go. That was a little bit of missing link, I think. So you pair up, um, and the people yeah. are spread throughout the whole room, but in yeah. pairs. Okay. So so when I start, uh, what I what I love to use, and I learned that one in Hamburg, and maybe even from you, mm-hmm. is find your soulmate, which ah. is. A, did I get that from you, or I'm not quite sure, certain? Yeah, anymore, it but. might be from me, but look, I stole it from Corey, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> so the soulmate, um, a partner finding a, a grouping exercise—that's a good. Do one you want to explain it, or <laughs> well, no? You, you you go for it, and look, okay. I'll uh, play this episode to Corey, and then I'll ask her if she will be on one of our next episodes here. <laughs> to do that, uh, to do that as well. Thank you, Corey. Um, the, uh, the idea is um, find your soulmate, and uh, by soul you mean the sole of your shoe so you look at the sole of your shoe and figure out uh, uh, who has the the, 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 the other sole that looks the most similar to your sole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh, it helps because you break up the group in in, in, in yes. um, uh, uh, they they won't go for the usual suspects as mm. being their partner so it's yeah. it's very good way to to mingle the group um, mm-hmm. without um, uh, and do it in a playful way, right? Yes, so ab- absolutely. Yeah. And you can yeah. make some fantastic uh, 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 word jokes. At least that's what I'm ab- uh, Who's still uh, lost soul and things like that. And I, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, that's a very good one. <laughs> that's what I really like about that. So then you have pairs. That's okay, so you, you have pairs. <laughs> you have pairs standing around. Okay, and how does it start? So they're standing, uh, the, uh, the facing first, each other. And what do yes. you say? They, they're standing facing each other. And then I ask people for one minute, uh, which mm-hmm. sounds short, but if you ask them to uh, do this for one minute, it will feel like a lifetime to observe mm. each other very, very closely. Mm. What mm. does their hair look like? What are they wearing? Are there, Do you think they're happy? So I'm already tuning a li- in a little bit on the emotion part. Mm. Uh, just, just observe each other. And uh, you will see that people can get a little bit uncomfortable already mm. because it's a minute is a long time to observe someone and yeah. being observed as well. So it's it's already getting a little bit awkward, right? After that minute, I asked them to stand back to back. Okay. And uh, and then I asked them to change five things about your appearance. Uh-huh. So change five things about yourself. Okay. So, for example, I would um, take off my glasses or... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would remove an earring, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. or okay. mm-hmm. people find uh, unbuttoned or or button their shirts the wrong way, okay. or people people mm-hmm. do all kinds of different things. 
All right. Um, you ask them when you're finished changing five things about yourself, raise your hands. So as a facilitator, you will know when everybody's ready. And then you ask them to turn uh, again, face, facing each other, and find the five differences in your partner. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the first round. Go for it. And, uh, and, and when you're ready, raise your hand again. So you at least will know when the whole group is ready, which helps you as a facilitator. Oh, so ready means when you found the when five you have found changes. The five, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. <laughs> if, it's, if it takes too long, you can tell them, okay, you can help <laughs> each other out a little bit now because some people have a tendency to, to, to really go into deep details, removing a contact lens or something. <laughs> Which is very hard to spot. <laughs> very true. Where did it go? <laughs> um, uh, so give them some time, and then uh, probably at one point, uh, everybody will be standing up with their hands in the air. In the air, and mm-hmm. then you can go for the second round. You ask them to stand back to back again, and ask them to change another five things. Okay, so am I allowed to change stuff back, which would be literally a change again? This is. Almost uh, uh, the number one question I get every mm. time I play this game. It okay. has to be five new things. Oh, wow. Five new things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so you do that for a, for a second round. And then you turn back to each other again. Same mm. routine as the first round. Find the five differences in your soulmate, in your partner. And when you found the five differences, the new five differences, raise mm-hmm. your hand. Okay. Wow. Now comes the great part. <laughs> <laughs> then you ask them to stand back to back again. Oh, wow. The moment you ask that as a facilitator, people will start to mumble and grumble. Oh, wow. and it, please change five more things more about things. yourself. New things. That's the third round, right? So we're yes. counting number 15 then, right? Mm-hmm. 10 to 15. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what do people do? I mean, um, do you remove shoes or I can I can imagine, uh, uh, do you have some hints for us? Um, what do you uh, observe? Um, I have seen different things and that's also mm. a, a key pointer for the, for the, um, the debrief. Um, the the thir- third round is basically the hardest Mm. because yes there will be a fourth round uh yes (laughs) it is also a bit of a sadistic game (laughs) (laughs) well but but only four rounds okay or how many rounds do you normally play uh that depends on the group um Mm. uh if they're not awkward yet i will make them awkward <laughs> so you go for number five and yeah, number six. Sure. And, okay, wow. <laughs> if it's, but your question was, what happens? Yeah. Um, people tend to uh, tend to get more creative and start doing mm. weird stuff. So, for mm. instance, putting their glasses up upside down, or putting a shoe on their head, or so mm. people are 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 becoming more creative and what they can change about themselves. Mm. One thing I have seen happening is uh, is people move places actually entirely, <laughs> which okay. I thought. So now you have a new partner, then, right? Very smart, very smart. <laughs> that was more than a hundred changes in one. But uh, yeah, I really like cool. that one. <laughs> mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. people will start grumbling and saying, "This is not possible. Yeah. This is not. Uh, yeah. uh, what are you asking?" And uh, I'm I'm quitting. I'm not doing this anymore. And that's mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. don't. 
let people feel unsafe. So make sure For that sure. Uh, that you, that you uh, provide uh, still provide a safe space. So you have to mm. figure out in the group if everyone is still okay. Yes. Most of the time, I start after I quit after round three. Okay. And, okay. Uh, but did did it ever happen that someone opted out and said, "Okay, look, this is just I don't I don't really know where this is going." Uh, one person once. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. really so sad. I'm 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 sorry. I yeah. cannot come up with anything <laughs> anymore. Okay. Who was so, actually an agile continue? coach, so I was a bit worried, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know what triggers uh, what yeah, is triggering your participants. True, that's true. So, so let's imagine you did, let's say, four rounds, right? Mm-hmm. And so the last round was super hard. They turned back. Maybe they spotted um, uh, the, the changes. And and what what then? So everyone is still standing in room yeah. with their hands up. Um, how do you start? Um, yeah, debriefing, or how do you start wrapping it up? I I ask them to uh, stand in a circle. Uh, most of the mm. time that's possible and my first question is what was the very first thing you changed in the very first round mm-hmm. um, if I recollect uh, uh, properly you said oh so people take off their glasses or take off their out their shoes or yeah something like that mm-hmm. something easy I would say yeah huh? something mm-hmm. easy the funny thing is that 99 percent of the people, their first change is getting rid of something, losing mm-hmm. something. And that's one of the major big eye-openers to me in this game. Okay, mm-hmm. so change equals loss. Ah, so you take off, I don't know, a ring or you take off shoes or you remove um, something in your hair. Okay, yeah. Change means loss. Uh, so when you mm. think about change, you think about getting rid of something or losing something and that's a very Mm. natural thing basically so that's something that we have to take into account if you are a manager a agile coach a scrum master any uh, a change agent if you want to change Mm. something in an organization or in your family or or wherever um, take into account that people have the feeling that they have to lose something to change and that's that's mm. for me is a very powerful message in this game. Okay. And um what else? I mean, um uh, they understand okay, I I got rid of something. But then they might say uh, or I can just imagine that I would say, yeah, but you know, um the the, the uh, moment the game progressed, I, you know, maybe even added stuff uh-huh. or just changed things or um, what, what what other reactions do you get? The uh, the thing is, uh, you uh, at first you were you were working with your uh, primal part of your brain, so you're losing stuff, mm-hmm. and then you have to get creative in what am I? What other things am I going to change? And then people start getting creative and adding things or putting post its mm-hmm. on their forehead or, uh, but <laughs> also um, working together with people standing next to them to uh, exchange glasses or shoes or things Aha, like that yeah so with my neighbor i can i can you know um ah, okay i can exchange swaps what things. are other people doing so i tend to ask questions like okay uh, what did you do to to come up with new ideas how did that work what did you think what did you feel what did you so really mm-hmm. working on the experiments uh experience and the emotions what what 
What did it mean? Mm. What happened when I asked change three more things? Yeah. Um, okay. And, and can you uh, loop us in? Uh, what what type of uh, reactions do you get? I mean, is there, uh, you mentioned um, uh, management groups or mm -hmm. random participants. You um, uh, said that you played this game with teams. Mm -hmm. um, are there any particular um, answers that you get to those questions depending on who you're playing with? Um, resistance? I think mm -hmm. this is not possible. It is not possible to change five more things about myself. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, the, 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 the resilience and the, or the resistance that was like, uh, this is, stop it. Mm. <laughs> Don't do this anymore. Yeah. I cannot come up with anything anymore. So people get mm. sort of lost in don't overdo mm -hmm. the change. So uh, mm. be aware yeah. that you cannot change everything at once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I really find very interesting after the first round um, is when I asked people, what did you do after the first round? Mm -hmm. Almost without exception, people change back. People change back. Oh, so, so they found the changes and then they thought, oh, maybe it's put over. Put the glasses on, put the, put it... the shoes back on. Uh -huh. So um, that's also a very important key lesson from this exercise is it's not that hard mm -hmm. to change. You can change five things about yourself, but to, to, to have sustainable change, that's a hard part mm -hmm. because uh, uh, people feel more safe and uh, uh when mm -hmm. they when they are in the situation they are familiar with so mm -hmm. if people change it takes hard work and time to actually make that a sustainable change because uh, they can have a tendency when they're stressed or when their uh, their home situation is not okay or things are happening at work mm -hmm. uh, to change back to the uh, um, situation before because that's familiar yeah. and that's safe so for me, that's also okay. an important lesson. Wow. Uh, it's it's mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. that hard to change, but to 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 really uh, keep it changed. Mm. I don't know a better word than sustainable for it, but um, yeah, I'll make it stick, sustainable, yeah. um, uh, forming a new habit, yeah. literally, yeah. right? Or well, making it, it making it stick makes sense to me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so do you have any other favorite, uh, yeah, debriefings or any other um, perspectives that you take on what just happened in those, you know, three to four changes? Um, that's that's if you if you ask nicely, you can push people a little bit further than <laughs> they think is possibly okay. that possible themselves. Yeah. So you can uh, mm. spark a little crazy and uh, really uh, coach people into creativity on ha finding different ways for a same problem uh mm. if you do it in the right mm. way so you can you can get under the resilience okay. and you get can get under the, the um mm. i don't know it's sparking the creativity i think and and uh yeah. i just yeah. watched the netflix documentary about the creative brain yesterday uh -huh. evening and it's it's like mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. you have to stress your brain a little to to get creative, but it is so rewarding to come up with creative and cool solutions. Mm. Um, uh, uh, people start solo, but uh, eventually they will start working together to come up with better ideas. And that's mm. also something that really uh, fascinates me every single time that 
people are so willing to help each other. So if you are in need of, of a change and you cannot figure it out, find help, find other people, find like-minded people mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. people having yeah. the same problems to get creative yeah. and and come up with, with something new or something creative or solve, solve mm. a hard problem. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, or, or act as a role model, yeah. right? Or yeah. act as an inspiration, yeah. or um, uh, exchange uh, what 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 they've done, right? And how they felt. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Now, look. Um, uh, after the debriefing, um, how do you make sure um, that that those experiences or insights are translated in yeah sustainable mm-hmm. or at least into new future behavior? So. Because I was just thinking, right, Mm -hmm. in a company um, environment, we are asked to change behavior, but then there is a target behavior, right? There is this new set of rules, new things that we should now do, which are right and others might be wrong, but they're in my comfort zone and I'm really used to it. So there's anxiety. And here in the game, you literally open-ended ask them to change anything so how do you translate that into their day-to-day if i do that with a management team for instance uh i i'm most of the time i do a a follow-up session with a deepening session okay what are the the biggest things you have been changing last year and how did they go and so uh, it will be more of a Mm. conversation and a dialogue and maybe uh throw in some liberating structures there to actually come up with improvements on what they as leaders can do better to uh, coach Mm. their people better and help their people better to to actually embrace the change Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. to have a strategy and a vision and everything is great but if you don't know what trickles down from that and how you can make sure that people really truly understand why you are why do you want change and don't tell them what to change, but mm-hmm. let them figure it figure it out themselves what to change. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's mm-hmm. also about leadership in that sense of the word. So mm-hmm. I will have a follow up session about that and how does this? And I also mm-hmm. do this, of course, with the debriefing itself. How does this relate to your day to day work? Mm-hmm. Do you have some yes. examples mm-hmm. from your from your private life or from uh, uh, where this? happens or Mm -hmm. things you you can link to to this exercise Mm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah so what are the biggest takeaways of your participants (laughs) when you've played the change game with there's always something who starts about don't don't let me get nude (laughs) somehow Mm. (laughs) i don't know what that is but (laughs) yeah um there's also always worry about that but it never happens (laughs) trust me (laughs) <laughs> not even close <laughs> um when i when we started this interview i was talking about the um the fact that i really embraced the power of playfication and this is one of the great takeaways uh when i play this game and i explain what playfication can do because in this game you actually feel in your physically in your body what play can do yeah. to make you understand things mm. better. And uh, that's one of the, the things that, that I mm. get back a lot from people. You don't have to have tabletop yeah. board games with 500 tokens and 3,000 cards and things like that. You can just use a game without all the 
fluff and uh, just play it with people, but have the same mm. playing experience and l- learning experience. Mm. And, and it's a quick one too, right? I mean, four rounds or four minutes, a little bit intro, and then they're, they're looking for the changes. So this could be done in about 10 to 15 minutes, yeah, right? Yeah. And if you, uh, yeah, if you do a proper debrief, maybe 20 or something but but yeah sure um Mm -hmm. but it's 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 a very quick way of uh of letting people understand the power of play how how absolutely strong Mm. it is to experience because i can tell you this you can listen to this podcast and i think oh that's a nice game but if you are really experiencing Mm. it it's 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 a different ball game Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and i love it i love it because of it great great and (laughs) you were of course talking about yeah several uh, deeper Mm -hmm. layers of this game so we explored the change and 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 the emotional reactions the creativity and the um looking around getting inspired um, maybe asking for help um uh, all the way to yeah explaining uh, playfication and how a playful intervention can you know, be a great starting point to discuss leadership or uh, just change mm-hmm. initiatives in general or your own, um, yeah, way to approach change. Um, do you have any other deeper layers that you, um, not always, but sometimes explore with, with participants? Um, if I do it with, with, a, with a team who regularly works together, uh, you can, you can mm-hmm. also uh, go into the team dynamic part. So, because of course people look at each other uh, and maybe look up to each other or look down on each other even. Uh, so what mm-hmm. team patterns do you recognize? Who's the leader of the pack? Uh, uh, did everybody uh, talk as much as they wanted to? Maybe you can you even mm. use uh, Dov's uh, Dov Styles uh, uh, meeting spicer for it. <laughs> think for 20 seconds and uh yeah, yeah. oh look i'm gonna link the meeting spicers uh, from the, in, yes, uh, sure. the show notes so <laughs> actually i should interview yeah. him on, on <laughs> he will probably be willing to do so um have some mm-hmm. yeah i have some great questions on that okay um what did you see happening mm-hmm. in your team and uh so i think uh, uh yeah a portion mm-hmm. of that can also be reflected on how you play the game yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I, I think that that's um, um, you know one of the biggest uh, yeah messages I uh, we should also send out mm-hmm. from this this podcast. Right. Um, the, the game is the one thing, but then of course you have to design and tie it yeah. to the learning experience, the topic of the day, the group, the company. Um, yeah. The 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 change yeah. momentum yeah. therein, literally. Right. Uh, depending on if they're if they're preparing for change or if they are mm-hmm. already stressed mm-hmm. with too much change. Right. So um, uh, that that can then trigger the the insights that can then be helpful yeah. for for a group or a team. And next to that, it's a great laugh and great fun. And that's also something that really people tend to talk about it afterwards because it was fun. And and hope, hopefully uh, the lessons uh-huh. will also stick, of course. Of course, of course. But fun is a good hook, you know, for them to remember. And it's emotional. And as we know, you know, the more emotional, the better we yes. can remember. Yeah, an experience. Look, uh, Nancy, I was wondering, can this game be done with... Um, distributed teams um, is, that, is that possible i have never tried <laughs> so i might mm-hmm. give it a try it is a bit of a, a hassle to get the, your whole True. 
person, yeah. I think. In <laughs> only see half of the person, right? But you see a little bit of the background and the environment. Yeah, you can, but you you cannot you you uh, miss the dimension of seeing other people in the room making changes. Of course, so th that's a bit of true. a thing I'm I'm yeah, figuring, yeah, trying true. to get my head around on how you yeah. can work with that. Mm. Maybe if you have if you have two teams, so so a team in. Uh, near shore and team in offshore, for instance, and you have those teams linked together with cameras, that might work because I see a lot of that uh, in mm, distributed yeah. teams that uh, a group of people is on the one side and a group of people is on mm -hmm. the other side. I think that could work oh. with camera work. Yeah, I like that tweak. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can actually sneak peek okay. at, at the other soulmates. Mm -hmm. True. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I should just try it once. That's the best way to learn experiments. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I was just, you know, thinking about this question because, um, yeah, some, some games or some game mechanics can be tweaked. Um, mm -hmm. like for example, you have a group stand in front of the camera, like uh, the thing that you came up with now. And then, um, it also works, right? Of course, there mm -hmm. is some, some limitations connected to, uh, being on yeah. remotely connected only. But yeah, I guess remote is the new normal. Um, uh, Sooner or later, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, um, look, we talked about leadership, uh, team dynamics. Are there any other, yeah, let's say activities or models um, that that um, you like to show, explain, or explore before or after the change game? Is there anything else that um, you like um, to link with that game? It's it's actually another game. Um, which is uh, which is uh, uh, I learned it from mm -hmm. Silvana and I forgot her last name at Agile in Europe last year in Porto. It shows or organizational change uh, in hierarchy. Wow, how am I going to explain it? Um, okay. There's there's one person who is the CEO of the company standing in the middle of the room, and you already have the free room for the change game, mm -hmm. of course. So uh, you already have that. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. do you know the the game from uh, from uh, uh, Lemmings from uh, the eighties uh, nineties? So uh, someone stands out with their with their arms stretched yes. uh -huh. uh, at the side of their bodies with their hands up. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Okay, uh, and uh, two people are facing the the hands of the of the of the people of the of the person standing in the middle. So they have their face okay. mm -hmm. really close to the hand, not at the hand, but really close to the hand. And they stand in the same mm -hmm. similar way uh -huh. as a, a, a lemming stop mm -hmm. <laughs> stopper. Okay. Then you ask the CEO to move the organization. Yeah. So they will move their arms around or hands mm -hmm. around. And uh, the, the management has to follow. With their with their face, so you they they move their hands right. and mm -hmm. and the the face will follow. Okay, mm -hmm. that's the first one. And then after that, you ask four more volunteers to stand uh, close to the to the hand of the of the management. So you have the CEO, you have the manager on each side, and then you have right. four other people facing okay. the hands of the managers and mm -hmm. also standing with their hands. To the sides. Okay, so now we're, we're seven people, right? In total yeah. now. And then you ask wow. the CEO to okay. move his or her organization again. And uh, mm -hmm. some CEOs will make very fast mm -hmm. and rapid movements, and you will see that it will uh, be uh, become utter <laughs> chaos. 
some CEOs understand that they have to move slowly. I actually yeah. have a movie of this, I think. So I will send you. I send you a link to a to a to. Oh, a, really? So, so okay, you can actually see it because it's please do hard one to explain. Now mm. I find out. <laughs> but then, then you will see that the people will will start um, uh, following the CEO. At least the managers probably will and then they have to figure out a way to how to cope mm. with the people that are following their hands and you can go uh, i i've played this game actually with 60 mm-hmm. people um that's that's crazy and wow. uh the lessons that are learned from that on for managers uh how who do you follow do you are you are you taking care of your people that they are safe or are you following the ceo or and how did it how did it make you feel people at the end of the organization did you understand where the ceo is going okay. you know so it's such an elegant yeah. easy exercise to mm-hmm. show what what it means to move an organization okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can really um, sense and hear and feel um, that you love to <laughs> <Yes>. design strings <laughs> of serious games to um, yeah get yeah. get the, the, the learning experience across. <laughs> Perfect, but but look, Nancy, what mm-hmm. is a um, you know maybe just two more questions? But what is it? Do, do you have a, a ultimate facilitation tip for our listeners? So um, no matter if they're well experienced uh, serious games facilitators or if they're just starting to explore with their first um, serious games. Uh, what, what is your ultimate tip? The thing that I personally find the hardest, but the most powerful is shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you, one of the things I learned um, uh, two years ago, I did a, I did a mm-hmm. education to become a coach with a specialization on team coaching. And one of the things that really, really still is in my mind that there was one instance, one sentence that really struck me was the group is showing you as a trainer or a coach or a facilitator what you have to learn. Mm. So the group, the people in the group are showing Mm. you what you have to learn. And one of the things that my uh pitfall is i'm working too hard i'm making too much noise i'm giving away all the lessons mm-hmm. i'm i'm pushing too much i'm teaching too much and the thing about great facilitation is let people mm. figure it out themselves so uh my main tip with this in the back of your mind is mm. shut up more okay wow Thank you. Thank you. Nancy, uh, thanks for, for your mm-hmm. time and that we could pick your brain on the change game. Um, so where, where can our listeners meet you <laughs> and play uh, with you? Um, I understood you're going to be at the Play 14 um, in Luxembourg, but any uh, favorite uh, Dutch uh, conferences or European conferences that you will be mm-hmm. speaking at? I will be at Play 14 Prague. I don't know if you will mm-hmm. make that one. Uh, I hopefully will be a at the DevOps days in Amsterdam. Uh, mm-hmm. I will go to uh, Agile in Europe in Riga, uh, okay. Lithuania. Mm-hmm. That's in mm-hmm. August from the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm always up for, for a cup of coffee if people want to uh, want to find me. I'm on <laughs> LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, happyscrummaster.com, anywhere. 
just find me or call, we'll add- Ju- call Julian and ask my number. Or- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll add all the links in the show notes. Uh, oh, oh, once again, yeah. Nancy, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you in person at Play for yes. in Luxembourg. Um, oh, yes. Thanks uh, thanks again. And uh, I have the feeling that um, uh, one day I will call you up and just ask uh, if we can make another episode of the Serious Games Ooh, Podcast. Yes, <laughs> I, I would really love that. Thank you so much for inviting me. And uh, Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. Great. Perfect. And to all our listeners, till next time. Bye-bye. You can reach us at hello at keylearning.net. We're looking forward to your suggestions, comments, and feedback.